Welcome back to our show. This is Pam Mosby here with Speak Truth to Life, where we talk about trending topics and everything in between. And I haven't talked about any gun violence uh, topics, but this one I'm talking about because it hits close to home and also a sad situation because a young woman by the name of uh, Ariana Preston, she was a phenomenal young woman. She was a Chicago police officer. And one night when she came back home at like one something in the morning, she was at that time off duty and she's just rolling up to her house. She was fatally shot during a, a failed armed robbery spree by four teenagers charged in her death. Preston's mother, Dion Moon, told police officers, relatives, and mourners that a local church in, in Chicago, Trinity United Church of Christ, that her daughter was a kid full of life, dreams, big goals, and wanting to make major changes. This young woman, when she got killed, it was a Saturday night, and it was a few days before she would cross the stage and receive her master's degree. But instead of her graduating, her parents had to go and plan a funeral after she died. The mother said, death is the only tragic thing if you have not lived. She says, my baby lives. I am because of her. I pray for peace in homes. I pray for peace in our communities. I pray for peace in my heart. Rest peacefully, my sweet baby. Mommy has it from here. Chicago Mayor Brandon, our new mayor in Chicago, the former mayor Lori Lightfoot and interim police uh, superintendent Fred Waller joined mourners outside the church. Preston's white casket arrived in a hearse dra draped by the city's flag. And it was so sad to see this. I, you know, every time a police officer dies in Chicago, there is, um, it's broadcast on the news. And a lot of times I just try not to watch it because it's just too much. But this one hit close to home because I can't tell you, but at 23, I was not in my chosen career. And at 23, I was still trying to figure it out. She died on May 6th, coming home from work, still wearing her police uniform, and these four teenagers had no respect for life. They sat up there, saw her police uniform, and did nothing. They caught the offender so quickly, I was like very impressed because I said, this is the quickest I've ever seen. It was like Literally three days after Ariana's death, 19-year-old Joseph Brooks and, uh, and Travel Breland, Jaquan Buchanan, 18, and a 16-year-old boy faced first-degree murder, armed robbery, and other charges. I wonder what happened to these young people to the point where they would be out at 1 o'clock in the morning robbing somebody and taking a life. 
even though Ariana was off duty at the time she was shot, her death is being considered a line of duty death because she had just got off work. Her family is uh, able to get some financial assistance from the state. This young woman lived in Avalon Park. She worked for CPD for only three years before her death. She earned a master's degree in child and family law from Loyola University, Chicago. That is a hard college to get into. She graduated in 2019 with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice and law enforcement administration from Illinois State University. Like I said, I, I mean, from everything they've said about this young woman, I feel like she was phenomenal. And she would have done so many great things. It is sad to have seen her die, but I have hope that her death is a reminder that we got to live in a moment. We don't know when, when our time clock will end. We don't know if you go out the door to throw away a peach, you know, go to your garbage or check your mail or pick up a package. You don't know if you are going to be unalived by somebody who is in such a dreary part of life that they can't see beautiful light. They couldn't see the light around Ariana. They couldn't see nothing past the blue she had on. And when they saw the blue, they didn't see a human being. They saw an enemy, even though the enemy looked just like them. The only thing that made it different between Ariana and them is that she had on a uniform. And like I said, I don't know what happened to our youth that feel like they can go out and take someone's life, rob them. I've been seeing a lot of disturbing videos lately of like young people, no matter what, they don't care. They like, um, you know, just trying to break into somebody's apartment or do something like that. And it's a slippery slope to go down that road and not know who's on the other side. In the changing world that we're living in, if you are doing something like this, you don't know if the person on the other side has a tool or a gun. You better keep your head on a swivel. You know, I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, they don't have any youth programs anymore, Pam. That's why the kids are doing this. I'll call BS on it because there are plenty of other things you can do. The kids, these young people today got more opportunities than I ever had. During my era of growing up, they didn't have all these programs. They didn't have community programs. I remember going to my cousin's house and there was like a, a church, a small street church that, you know, we call like a storefront. And then the back of the church is like uh, back of the storefront, you know, where they sell candy and stuff. There is like some chairs and like they made it a church. We would go there. And a couple of nice volunteers would take us. They would take us around, take us to the museum, take us to the park. But there were no official mentoring programs during my time. These young people have access to that. They have access to the after school matters program here in Chicago. It's a program where the kids can 
learn how to do spoken word, go in there and do some, learn how to do recording, um, perform, um, create art, all kinds of artists, teaching artists are teaching all these different classes that these young people can take. All kinds of community agencies all throughout Chicago. My mom had a high school graduate uh, education and she didn't know what else to do for me, but put me in the spaces of art. She made sure I was able to go and be in the choir in the high school and let's go over here and let's go to the museum. Let's go to a cultural event. She took me to the library. I thought it was whack, but guess what? As I grew up, I would always go back to the library. I would go find a book. I will go listen to an audio. I learned how to create books from the library by reading self-help books. She exposed me to things. My question always is when I see these young people out here, what happened to the parents? I know what happened. And I don't have all the answers. But I know the society that we live in now, you can't talk to each other. You can't knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, your son is robbing people on the block. But back in my time, all the parents on the block knew me. If my mom and my dad wasn't home, I got my behind whooped and disciplined by the neighbor. And then when my parents get home, they will do the same. Hey, I might even go to bed with no, no meal. You might call that brutal, but guess what? <laughs> if it wasn't for them, as a community standing up and telling me what's right, what's wrong, how to correct my behavior, how I redeem myself from being, getting in trouble with my friends, cutting classes and all kinds of crazy stuff I was doing in high school, for me to be able to go on in life and have success and get an undergraduate degree and get a master's degree and get a post-master's degree, it would have never happened if I had not had a community behind me correcting my behind and stepping up. And it just wasn't about church. It was just like good values, learning how to be good. And I was not raised in a two-parent home after my parents' divorce. And my mom did a phenomenal job. But again, I asked, what happened to these parents? Or better yet, are these parents gone? And maybe these young people don't have mom and dad around. Maybe they stay with grandmother. It's sad because a 16-year-old, 18-year-old, and two 19-year-olds are possibly going to be in jail for the rest of their life. We've all made mistakes. But this right here is not a mistake that you want to ever make. It's by taking a life. And I have empathy for everybody in the situation. But I hate to see a life wasted. And I don't think Ariana's life was wasted. Ariana is an example that young people can go because she was just a few years older than the people attacking her by seven years, by six years, and by five years or four years. I'm proud of Ariana. I wish I would have met her. She sounds like a phenomenal person, not just because she committed herself to her career aspirations, but because she stayed right there on the South side in the same community 
and she was trying to make a change. She was trying and she did impact. And I'm sure there's somebody in that community that saw Ariana become a police officer and saw Ariana go and get her, her undergraduate degree and her master's. And some kid on that block is looking up at Ariana. May she rest in peace. And I wish her family nothing but blessings. It cannot be easy to see your child leave before you. No more talk here. Y'all love and hug on your children while you can because time waits for no one.